Our text for this morning's sermon is taken from the gospel lesson with special emphasis on the following words. Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, it seems like nothing ever changes. We make promises we cannot keep. We fail in our attempts to overcome the evil with the good, and the Apostle Paul reminds us of that, right, when he says, ah, The good I want to do, I don't do. The bad I don't want to do, this I keep on doing. And then, well, then we die. Merry Christmas. (laughs) But that's the reality, isn't it? Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever changes without Jesus Christ. But in Christ, everything changes. The advent of our God in Christ changes everything. Look what happened in history with witnesses. God himself intervened in the lives both of Mary And Joseph, through the message of an angel, God literally altered the events in Joseph and Mary's lives. And how did he do it? He did it through his word. Angels are messengers of God who say what he says. Now, without God's word, without God's intervention in Christ, nothing would have changed. And nothing will ever change without God in Christ. For example, you're trying harder to fulfill your promises, (laughs) to be good, To overcome death, that's all going to fail. That's the reality, because it's just not in you to do. It's not. You don't have it in you. Let me say it again, because it is totally opposite of what you hear from the siren voices of a fallen world. And they're proclaiming all over the place that it's all in you. It all comes from you. That you can control your destiny. That you can overcome everything that ails you. That you can keep your promises. That you can overcome the evil with good. That you can can live forever by trusting in yourselves. That's what they're saying. 
and a whole lot of people are buying it. You don't have it in you. Those who say you do, let me be crystal clear, they're lying to you. They're lying to you. And they have become literally mouthpieces of the evil one, the father of lies, as Jesus himself calls him. That's what was going on, remember, with Jesus and the Pharisees. They're like, well, we don't need you, Jesus. We don't need God. We're the good people. And yada, 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 right? He told them, your father's the devil. Who teaches you to believe in yourself. Even though you had nothing to do with your existence. That's the science, people. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. They say you can change what species you are. Dog or cat. They say you can change your gender, male or female. They say you can be whatever you want to be, and everybody else has to say, oh yeah, that's correct, even though it's a lie. They're lying to you. Now, it doesn't mean that people aren't struggling. It doesn't mean that people don't struggle with who they are, but here's why they're struggling. They've been cut off from the God who created us. The God who redeems us in Christ through his suffering, death, and resurrection. They've been cut off. They don't know who they are. And so they're grasping at straws. They have no identity. And quite frankly, let's just not say they. Let's say you. Let's say me. Our natural way, our default position is to trust in ourselves since the fall. We lie to ourselves all the time, too, as if we were somehow better than them, whoever them are. Well, we're not. You're not. I'm not. We all fall short of the glory of God. We need help. And God comes in Christ to help, to change everything. Change comes not from within us, not from your expressive individual self, as they say. That's a lie. Change comes not from within us, but from outside of us. With the fulfillment of God's promise, quote, behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. The truth is that you wouldn't even exist if God had not created you. And you cannot live without him. You don't control the air that you breathe. Do you? No. That's why God promised to be with you in Christ. He knows our lot in life. And he loves every last one of us. Ask someone in the world, 
if they care about you if you don't toe the party line or, the, or what they want to do. Ask them if they still love you. They'll cancel you. We'll cancel each other. That's the way it is with our fallen humanity. Right? It is. God will never cancel you. He loves you to death, even death on a cross. He loves you even though you've messed up everything he ever made. Even though I've messed up everything he's ever made. He still loves us. And this changes everything. That promise was fulfilled when the angel said to Mary, quote, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy, the Son of God. Nothing is impossible with God. With you, me, yes. Yes. Right. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. And this was confirmed when the angel said to Joseph, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit, from outside of her. I mean, if, if this child came from us in the way that Joseph thought, no hope. And think about Joseph, who, who obviously loved Mary. He thought he cheated on her. But he loved her so much that he wasn't going to turn her in, if you will, or put her to shame. He was going to divorce her quietly. But think about how hurt he must have been and how much it must have took to convince him that no other guy was with her. I mean, think about that. He must have thought, well, nothing ever changes. People betray one another and get hurt and get separated, and we end up down and out, and it's all dark. But God intervened. This child is from God, Joseph. He's conceived by the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid to take her as your wife. Now notice how these two people received the word of God. The word of God had its way with them. Not because of them, but because of the authority and power of God. Right? Mary, when she says, when she hears this message, right? At first she said, how can this be? I'm a virgin. By the way, they understood the birds and the bees. The ancients understood all of these things. And I would submit to you better than we do today. We're the ones playing with the fairy tales. Where do you think this knowledge and understanding has come from? It's through the ages. They understood. How can this be? I'm a virgin. And the angel says, nothing is impossible with God. But then she says something so beautiful. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me. Let it be to me as you have said. Let it be to me according to your word. 
In other words, she just runs with the word of God, the word of God that created us in the beginning, the word of God that delivers the salvation, the forgiveness and life and peace that Christ won for us ultimately in his suffering, death, and resurrection. Let it be to me as you have said. That's what the church says. That's what the true church says. She just goes with the Lord and his gifts. And Joseph, <laughs> Joseph did as the Lord commanded him. Imagine that. He believed. He received the Lord's word and trusted. He trusted God, who is truth, not fairy tale. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Notice that God keeps his promises every time. Every last one of them. They're all fulfilled. And you see this one fulfilled in the child called Emmanuel, God with us. The child whose name is Jesus, which means God saves. And think about how Jesus, remember when he said, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to die, and I'm going to rise from the dead on the third day. He taught that to his confirmands, the, the disciples. And when Jesus actually suffered and died, they didn't believe at all in his resurrection. Not a one of them. Because we've been conditioned by this world, right? But nobody really, do really does what they say, right? So what does Jesus do? He goes and meets with them in all different ways. And finally on that Easter evening, he comes in the midst of them and says, peace be with you. Now there is. This changes everything. Now you can have the peace of knowing that sin has been overcome. Death has been overcome. Goodness wins. Only God is good. And the good God comes, makes his advent among us to give us his goodness, to clothe us in it. That's what our Lord does. He overcomes even death with witnesses. With witnesses. The other religions, they don't have that. With witnesses, it happened. If it didn't, go home. But it did. So now this is your home. Your home is with God. This changes everything for us because every promise of God is fulfilled in and through Jesus Christ. When you were baptized into Christ, he said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. I'm going to love you come what may, and I don't care what you struggle with. You're mine. God made his home with you there. Remember how Jesus gave that commission, right? Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them everything I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always to the very end of the age. I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. That baptism comes from outside of us, not from us, not from the pastor, not from the parents, but by the Holy Spirit at work through the Word. Same thing over here. From outside of us, God takes these created things and gives us the life of the Creator. This is my body. This is my blood. My life in you, my goodness in you. 
my life that conquers death in you. This changes everything. So this Christmas, think about how God's coming to us in Christ to take up residence in us changes everything. God with us. God with you. God is one of us, for heaven's sake, now and forever. Things are the same, yet different. The same you, yet a different you. You are baptized into Jesus. Jesus is fed into you. As the hymn writer says, God is man, man to deliver. Or as the angels and shepherds said, or as the angels said to the shepherds, and as we ourselves will hear from them this Saturday night, fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the town of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This changes everything. Merry Christmas. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thank you.